I had no idea that this movie took place in the 1970s. What? <laughs> in Boston, in the tell? 1970s, a black market weapons deal between Chris, the buyer, and Vernon, the dealer, goes terribly wrong and turns into a large-scale shootout. No, I That's no a f- way more complex uh, explanation than this one. A crime drama set in 1970s Boston about a gun sale which goes wrong. This is from Google. What do you mean you don't know? They're all dressed and have hairstyles from the 70s. I thought they just looked fucking cool. I thought it was set in modern times. This is not. This is not. You thought they were at like a '70s Halloween party? No, I just thought they looked fucking cool. I just thought they were like cool people. They were all like, all have '70s haircuts. Every one of them. And they all all were dressed in the '70s. Like every yeah, like '70s cars. I I did you think it just came out like modern times? Yeah. I mean, the reason they have it in the '70s so no one has cell phones. Right. I didn't even put... I was wondering why no one had a cell phone. Uh, and, you know, like, the weapons are not high-tech weapons. Oh, they got, just, like, can you, shut up, little Dustin. pistols. All right, okay, we'll get into it. Just, <laughs> hey, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all of the action movies, and they go on our big list. That's getting big, and I'm actually getting kind of proud of how big it's getting. It's pretty like, big. It's like, uh, it's like uh, my little my little baby... My little baby... My child, it's just, it's growing up. up. It's a we're at one fifty three this episode. We watched Free Fire, yeah. But before we get into the movie, my name is John. Sure is, Dustin. Uh, James is fixing Dustin's mic. Uh, so my name is yeah. John, uh, as always, and with me is James and Dustin. Hello, James. Hi guys. And hey man, Dustin, what's up, man? Well, you know, not much. So before we get into the movie, which I'm pretty excited about. Is there anything you want to like recommend? And uh, by the way, if you have a sweet transition <laughs> into the movie, uh, maybe you should go last. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. Okay, then go ahead. Let's see. I uh, watched a couple of movies. I watched The Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix. Oh, cool. Okay. Did you watch that yet? Uh, I. Tr- Aaron Sorkin. I Try not to watch Aaron Sorkin movies. Oh, not a Sorkin head. Uh, I like his writing. I don't like this. I don't want to get political. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to be. So, what uh, else you watch? <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, was it, I enjoy, was it, I enjoyed was it. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, it really felt like um, the direction and the editing and stuff, it really felt like something you'd probably watch in the mid nineties, that kind of a drama, legal drama, Mm. but I got totally sucked into it. Um, so I enjoyed it quite a bit. I should probably clarify is that I think that from what I understand about this movie, it doesn't show how radical and like how like leftist these people actually were, like what was happening. It kind of tries to bring it more to like a, like a normie lib type (laughs) place. (laughs) Uh, and those those yeah, people, maybe. I don't. Know, it, it it kind of underplays like there are, there are aspects of the storyline that I felt they could have gone more in depth with for sure. Like uh, one of the guys on trial with them is Bobby Seal, who was the head of the Black Panthers, and his storyline feels very like cut short. Um, and I know some of that's to do with like the reality of how things happen, but it definitely felt like that could have been done in a more interesting way in the movie. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. I'll, it I mean, I'm gonna watch it eventually. It just yeah, uh, and then I also watched a new Sofia Coppola movie on the rocks. Oh yeah, yeah, with Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Rashida Jones. Yeah, uh, Jenny Slate's got a funny small part in that. Uh, I really, really like uh, Rashida Jones. Like she is so funny. She's so good. Yeah, she doesn't really get to be funny in this movie. She's more. She's the straight man in this, playing against Bill Murray's like sort of. I don't know gleeful lecherous playboy who is her father um but it's really enjoyable kind kind of light still like it's it's got some dramatic stuff going on for sure serious like issues that it's dealing with but it's definitely like a nice light kind of breezy movie you could enjoy uh bill murray is great in it like as playing this just like 
he's like a, he's a roguish like i don't know like you there's things that you would hate about him in real life if he was a real person but like he's so charming that you can't help but like him despite all his flaws is he somewhat of a royal tenenbaum type character uh where like well, maybe I, a little bit i'm not saying that they're the same but yeah like no they, no there's like, in the, the same there's like a aristocratic sort of feeling for sure that you could well do you think do you think with bill murray though that it's like you know how bill murray is in all these other movies and it kind of well he is he is playing a bill murray character but i don't know there's some there's some little touches that like give it some some depth actually to what he's doing and like she does like end up portraying him as an actual human being and not just like a kind of a a caricature like which this character i feel easily could be so mm-hmm. uh, well, she's, she's a really really good filmmaker like yeah like really. <laughs> i we can't undercut like how um she's incredibly talented yeah so i enjoyed it a lot i don't i don't think it's like a phenomenal movie but it's it's you're gonna enjoy it if you if you put it on for sure mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's on my list of things to watch that's what i that's what i watched uh dust uh sorry doesn't james um well, the only thing I can think of is what I watched today, which is uh, I was just kind of, you know, lounging around the house, you know, folding some laundry. Holiday? And uh, on TV, you watched uh, Mr. Baseball. What is this? Practice. We're not athletes. We're baseball players. Oh, yeah. Tom Selleck? <laughs> and that, to me, is like a classic Sunday movie on tv so yeah mm-hmm. can we back off for a second and just say how like i think that's very much a more of an american thing to do whereas like there's a, sh- a movie that just pops up mm-hmm. on on cable and you watch it like in canada we don't have as many cable cha- like sorry movie channels like movies don't pop up on a- I-, I hear a lot of people talk about a- oh i just watched whatever's on hbo and there's a movie on hbo right that doesn't happen very often in canada yeah, I think there's some differences in ter- in terms of how our cable setups work and how, like, what channels we have access to and stuff. And also, I've noticed like you don't see a lot of channels playing older movies now. So like, if you go on the weekend and you put on, you know, you turn on the cable, you're gonna see movies that came out like five years ago. Yeah, kind of thing well, yeah. mostly. You're not gonna see like a lot of '80s and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and like I didn't watch it all in one sitting. I just I recorded it. Yeah. Because I started it and then I wanted to finish it, so then I watched it later. I remember watching that movie when I was a kid, but I don't actually remember like anything about it. Yeah, I mean, he plays the role like really well, like an asshole American <laughs> when he goes to Japan. I'm sorry. There's... Oh, he goes to play baseball in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's entertaining enough for like right. I get you. You know, that kind of a movie. Sunday sitting on the couch. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. It's no it's no major league, though, right? Oh, it's no major league. That's <laughs> for sure. It's no, no Bull Durham. No, Bull Durham. <laughs> yeah, Bull Durham's better. Okay. I'm just figuring out where we're ranking this. But would you say higher than Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> I don't know. Angels in the Outfield? I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. I mean, that's a kid's movie. Yeah, but there was a lot so, of those like kids' baseball movies. They're all kids the rookie, movies. But the kid had the real arm, and so then they uh, put yeah. Him, there was like a league. Wait, no, not League uh, of Their Own. What's the one? Little, little Big League. Little Big yeah. League. <laughs> the Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, yeah. I only just watched The Sandlot for the first time this past summer. Oh really? Yeah, I had never watched it. I mean, Angels in the Outfield, like. Uh, Oh no, that Field of Dreams. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Yeah, I, I honestly, I feel like you and I, James, are like so similar in stuff like this. Where like we really hate these sappy. Mm. Like I, that movie sucks. I mean, I like I sappy movies. I like I like I like a certain kind of sappy movie. Yeah, but like that movie, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, same with, like, Rudy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, like, come on. You don't like Rudy? Get the fuck out of here. That guy no. sucks. You don't like Rudy? No. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. fucking suck. Uh, well, I don't like the fighting <laughs> Irish, so. Yeah. They can fucking <laughs> Fuck <blow> them. 
Uh, Rui, come on. I want to talk about something that I watched. Uh, this is a, a, a TV series uh, from from uh, London, from England, uh, called Gangs of London. Have you guys... Uh, I I just uh, just became aware of it a few days ago and I've got it and I'm ready to watch it but I haven't started yet. So I've watched the first episode, which is an hour and a half long. Uh, so James, if you don't know anything about this, this is uh, made by Gareth Evans, who made um, uh, the Raid. The Raid. Oh, okay. Stuff like yeah. This is a show. Is it show? Is a TV show? Oh, so it's a TV show. The first it's ten episodes, I think, or nine episodes. But the first episode is it's all I've watched. It's every episode's an hour, pretty much, fifty something minutes, other than the first episode. But man, I love this fucking show. Yeah, so it's got like his style, the raid style action. It in is. It? it is like it is a fun action style, but there's also that like very dramatic British gangster. Right thing like is it set in like it's set in London like now or uh, yeah modern times London modern yeah. time? uh, pretty much what happens is is that the 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 leader of um the most powerful family uh he's killed and this the whole show is about trying to figure out who set him up oh like who set him up to be killed you and- know who killed him. But that's not the person who like somebody set the entire thing up right for it to happen, and it's and then who's gonna fill the void? It is ah, uh, it's really good. Hmm. It's really really fun. Um, I really really liked it, which is uh kind of contra- contrary contrary to another show I watched. Did that warrior show that you were talking about? Yeah, did I talk about that last week? Yeah, you mentioned warrior. Yeah, like which is like I tried to watch more of Warrior and it's just like it's not doing it for me. I heard someone else compare these two shows. To um, yeah, so like this show is like kind of killing it, and Warrior is kind of like fallen by the wayside. Hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely want to check it out for sure. I don't know enough about these actors to like kind of talk about them that much but like it's just i don't know it's just really good now i think gareth evans only directs like the first couple two, uh, he, two or three i think he directs the first episode and maybe like the fourth okay uh but he what, but, it's, I, but what, it's his show right like i think a, so yeah i think so i i haven't looked that much into it. it's created by him he's one of the the creators but what i really like about that is that that he when i look on wikipedia he doesn't direct all the episodes. Mm-hmm. And I thought what was really kind of cool about it is that he directs the... Okay, so I'm looking at it right now. He directs the first episode and the fifth episode. Okay. But he doesn't direct the last episode, which I always find to be really interesting when a creator is like... Because this other guy, uh, Colin Hardy, he directs f- like four episodes altogether. And he directs to the last episode, and it's like, they. I feel like somebody put their ego aside, right? Yeah, I mean, to make to make something kind of awesome, like yeah. If you I have mean, someone you trust that you're working with too, to to take the ball and yeah, so like he does two, uh, Colin Hardy does four, and then Xavier uh, Gens does three. So I don't, know. I don't, know. I really liked it. I, I like the first episode a lot. It's really good, so um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it soon. Yeah, it sounds like I need to check it out. Sounds like it, James. <laughs> sounds like it. I mean, C- create a transition. <laughs> Tran- uh, speaking of London, <laughs> speaking, um, of, speaking, speaking of, of guns, ga- gangs, fighting gangs. Each other? Uh, we watched Free Fire from 2016, which apparently <laughs> took place in 1978. Roll the trailer. Here he is. Thousand apologies. Hate it when people are tardy. It's good to meet you, boys. Thanks for coming out. You didn't masturbate before you got here, did you? You what? <laughs> I told you I don't want to work with anybody who's carrying a loaded weapon. Fuck the small talk. Let's buy some guns, eh? You're on a different level now. The guy who represents this merchandise, his lawn is bigger than your whole fucking country. Justine. As gorgeous as ever. Well, you've uh, put on a bit of weight. Fuck off. Check out the merch. That's not what he ordered. 
Fuck, really? We ordered M16s, different weapon. I'm not running a fucking pizza delivery service. Keep your shit together. You want the weapons or you don't want the weapons? Here we go. <laughs> oh, now we're cooking. We'd like to leave with our money. Uh -huh. And I'm sure that you boys would like to leave with the weapons. Fuck. Go for the case. What? You're a bird. They're not going to shoot the bird. Ah! Shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you little asshole. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Here we go. All right, well, we listened to that, uh, <laughs> while we watched that trailer, we learned that Dustin is a huge Enya fan. He loves huge. Sail Away. Um, huge. I picked President this movie. President of the fan club. Of Enya. <laughs> you did pick this movie. Yeah, why you, why you did you it. pick this movie? I picked this movie because I watched it, like, when in it came out. I was, like, super interested in, in it. I don't know. I don't know why. Well, Actually, I, I know exactly why. Because Ben Wheatley directed it. Yeah, he's an interesting director. Um, So I did not like Kill List. Oh, I loved Kill List. But I think... I watched it with you. Did we watch it together? Yeah. So I think that I just wasn't in the right place to, like mentally yeah. when I watched it. So I... It's a slow burn, and then I re oh, I remember every little thing about that movie. Yeah, I just think I wasn't like right, like I wasn't there. Right. But like I, I this guy's amazingly talented. Yeah, like I've also seen High Rise, which I had mixed feelings on, but it was super interesting. Um, that's the one with uh, what's his face, Loki. Um, Tom Hiddleston, where they they live in this like giant high-rise building and the different floors there's like different levels of society live on different areas okay. of the building and stuff i've heard of the show i've never i've never seen it yeah it was i i didn't love it but it was interesting for sure um he i didn't realize he did this new rebecca movie that came out unfortunately it's been getting roasted is that the hitchcock yeah it's a remake i think with uh, and it also has army hammer in it who's in who's in this movie i man fucking army hammer that guy. Well, he's so awesome. He's so good. He's great in this. Looks like he's going to do Tomb Raider 2 and Meg 2. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so. Oh, oh, I did hear that he was doing Meg 2, and I was like, that's weird. The Trench? Yeah. I, I did not enjoy the first Meg movie, but. No. I, I'd probably watch a sequel if uh, Ben Wheatley's doing it. So that's why I watch this movie, because he, he made it. Um, yeah, and I, I, I really liked it. I, I mean, like I remember watching it when it first came out, like four years ago. I was, I, I really, enjoy, I, I remember really enjoying it. And then I was like, well, let's watch it again. And I gotta say, I really enjoyed it again. Yeah, like it's a really fun fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's almost like you know, I was watching it last night, and I, I had seen it as well when it came out. And I liked it then, and I think I liked it even a little bit more this time watching it. Um, it's not perfect, but but the thing that it made me think of is, it's like somebody watched uh, The Way of the Gun and said, let's make the final shootout into an entire movie. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a cool idea, yeah. Or watched like uh, SNL, The Dear Sister. Dear Sister, by the time you read this... What you say? That's kind of funny too. Oh, I don't know that. You never seen Dear Sister, but the SNL sketch, by where it's like, by the time like, you finish this letter, your so and so is going to come in and shoot you, and then and then they keep reading it. OC. Yeah, it's a spoof on the OC. Oh, when know. Miranda, I think it's when Miranda gets, oh, somebody gets shot. So it's a spoof on that. And it's like, oh, okay. I forget it, Dustin. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. Yeah, this is fucking old. lost. Dustin's Dustin's old. Old. It's awesome. You have to show me it. <laughs> we'll watch it later. But it's really, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's pretty, 
pretty basic plot. You get just you get your setup of yeah. this gun deal gone wrong. So let me let me give the kind of this like the I don't know whatever about this movie. Pretty much a bunch of people come together in a umbrella an abandoned umbrella warehouse. <laughs> uh looks like the it's docks been, in Boston. Yeah. And they're going to make an arms deal. Uh so guns for money and everything kind of goes sideways. Yeah, Killian and, Murphy, the Irish guy, is there to buy guns for all the I guess IRA shit that was going on at the time. Yeah. And so you've kind of got like these you got two sides, but then you also have some people that are just sort of like in the middle. Like, yeah, they're kind of floaters in between. Right. Like Justine played by Brie Larson. She's kind of like brokering the deal. And well, like have, he's, she's kind of brokering the deal, but then the other guy's kind of, or I guess is Ord there like army hammers character. He's there to like provide oversight. I think he, there's yeah. a, there's a line at the end of the movie where, um, Killian Murphy like talks to Brie Larson and is like, "Who were the shooters?" Right. Yes, but that's her and uh, Martin. They had hired some shooters because they were gonna kill everyone and take all the money and stuff. Uh, yeah, so right. they were pulling like a double cross, the two of them. Yeah, you you have a few sides, I guess, going on. Um, but pretty much, it turns into an all-out shootout between, I would say, three sides, uh, like. Good, evil, and neutral, <laughs> where they're all just kind of shooting at each other. I'm not saying who's good and who's evil, but like it's kind of like what happens. I mean, the way that it, the way that it sets it up. Um, I mean, first of all, you have these really over the top characters like that are in this deal, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte Copley is just fucking great. He he is the greatest. Why is he not in more stuff? That's that's what he's I want to know. He's in a lot of stuff, I think. I think that we just don't realize how much stuff he's in. I don't like, know. He's I feel like I don't see him enough. He's so good. Like we you guys didn't care for hardcore Henry, but he was great. No, but he was great. Right? Um and I just feel like he deserves more. <laughs> this guy deserves more. He's so good in this. He's just like this weaselly guy like um you know, she has that line that she says, oh, he was misdiagnosed as a child genius and he's never gotten over it. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. so... Like, That's this, a great The script is actually really good. Yeah, especially considering, like, you know, most of the movie is a shootout. Yeah, um, like, this script is so much better than it deserves to be. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, I think a lot of it is, like, basically you've gotten a bunch of great character actors in a room oh. and they get to all sort of show off the characters they're playing and... It's funny. Like, it's a funny movie, too. It's a lot of just hilarious stuff. Even once the shootout has started, just this kind of shit that they're yelling back and forth at each other across the warehouse and insulting each other and all this stuff, baiting yeah. each other. Um, well, so it all goes bad because the fight that happened the night before. Right. The Jacko, or Steve-O, sorry, character who's just like the most <laughs> obnoxious yeah. piece of I shit. love this guy. I love it. I was He's like, oh worst. man. Him and his buddy, Bernie, yeah, they, uh, I, they had I, a run I, in with. He's a, he's a total piece of shit. But as like a, as like a, like six foot, like guy with black hair. <laughs> that's what you that's all it takes for you to relate to a character. I was like, ah, oh, man, I, I wish I looked like this guy at least. Like, this guy's got some, some swagger. With his drug like, problems? I like drug. I mean, I like. I mean, of all the characters, he I think he comes off the worst. Like yeah. he seems like the biggest. But he's the biggest fuck up. He yeah. def- he definitely comes off as like the like the biggest fuck up. Even you're, before you're they right. go into the you're deal, right. his uncle Frank is played by Michael Smiley is just like punching him in the stomach <laughs> over and over again because yeah. he's late when he shows up and just like well he also just, we get the impression right away like this guy just he just fucks up everything. All he the time. also smokes fucking meth. I think crack, yeah. Oh, what crack? Yeah, it was seventy eight, which I didn't know. <laughs> once again, right? He smokes crack on the way in. Yeah, on the way in, and then even during the shootout, he smokes crack at one point after his buddy Bernie gets killed. Yeah, he takes the tin off of him while he's crying and <laughs> like funny, yeah. mourning his death, and then he quickly smokes some crack right after that. Um, but I, he's the most obnoxious of all the characters. So Harry. Yeah, Harry's the one he gets in the so fight. I with. looked him up. 
Right? Yeah, he's been. I was like, he's been who the stuff. fuck is this guy? Yeah. He he's in Midsummer. Yeah, he's the boyfriend. He's in the Midsummer. Bo- I would have never. Yeah. Ever put those two together? Uh, he was in another really good James, movie. Did you see Midsummer? No. You would like Midsummer. Did you see Sing Street, John? No, it's he, one of those. He's in that as well, and he's quite good in that. Yeah, Sing Street's one of those movies I need to watch. Like it's. It's cute. It's you'd you'd like. It. I really like. So I'll tell you this: I have not seen the movie, but I know the music. Oh yeah, like I know the soundtrack. I've listened to the soundtrack a lot. Uh, and he was in uh, Detroit too. That that Catherine Bigelow movie from a couple years back. But anyway, yeah. So um, he's great. I think in this, he's really good. Yeah, like, I love how over the top his accent is. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. The bo- he's the one that has the real Boston. Like accent. every, like everything about this movie is like, I feel like is done with intention. Yeah, it's and, so but, funny. But, like, but this fight between them, like it, it comes off as very belie- a believable thing, right? Like two idiots who you know nobody's going to back down in a situation. So like Steve-O is supposed to apologize because he apparently. Bottled his cousin, bottled his cousin because yeah. she wouldn't give him a blowjob at the bar, and a huge fight broke out. And so you're like, this guy is a real fucking dirtbag. Um, and then so he's supposed to apologize. <laughs> they both beat him up. Chris and Frank like are beating him up for being such a piece of shit. And they're like, okay, now apologize. And then he's just like, sorry. Like, what does he say? He's like, sorry, you're. I knocked your cousin's teeth out with my dick or something yeah something like that uh so he just couldn't leave it alone and then the hairy guy equally unable to To control his anger (laughs) pulls out the gun shoots him and then that's how everything unwinds and just like falls apart it's just it's so ridiculous (laughs) that that's how it starts it's just like i think that's so like so i think this movie is actually such an amazing like secret comedy oh yeah it's hilarious like it's hilarious these two fucking losers <laughs> and they're they're complete losers right like harry and steve-o i think harry's less of a loser but, i don't think but, harry's a loser oh harry's a loser harry's willing to do anything for money right like, i mean it, most that, of all these people are i know <laughs> i think that, but they're all supposed to be like bottom of like the they're like bottom of the barrel guys. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a bit of a Reservoir Dogs feeling going on as well, I think. I mean, maybe that's just because they're in this one warehouse for the entire movie. Uh, so I, I get that feeling as well. But I think the Harry character, yeah, he's a scumbag. But, like, they're all scumbags, right? Like, all these people are bad. Uh, even the people who you might think seem like the nicer people, like Martin and justine well they're the ones who double-crossed everyone and hired these people to come in and snipe everyone and, and, and yeah take the stuff so i just find this movie's really hard to talk about because it just it takes place in a warehouse they shoot each other i mean i don't know where you go from there it's yeah, kind I mean, of I, like you gotta get into specifics i guess because yeah, i think it you, is like a it, it's a hard movie to just like talk about sections because the whole thing is a shootout, right? I think yeah. you get into like certain certain like characters and certain scenes. Like so like for instance, Army Hammer. Man, this <laughs> he's guy He's so good in this. He's so good. Like I think that you, if this movie was not good, we'd be talking about like how embarrassing everything was or how whatever. But this movie is so well done and all the character all the actors do mm-hmm. such a great job where every time army hammer talks like i am just so glued to the to the tv yeah like he is an interesting actor to watch i think because i remember like when he's the first thing i saw him in that i recall was the fucking lone ranger movie uh which you know wasn't a great movie by any means had some really fun set pieces but he wasn't he didn't particularly stand out to me in that movie even though he was the main character but then, like, almost everything else I've seen him in since then, he's just gotten better and better. Like, uh, he was in The Man from Uncle with... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, couldn't, I couldn't remember where I've seen him. I, I 
really really like the movie the Men it's from it's a fun movie <laughs> it is so i was just talking about this with a co-worker uh this week i really enjoy that movie yeah it is so much fun and it is really well done speaking of like breezy fun pieces of entertainment yeah yeah i, I was sick really i was sick and i was like i'm just like so sick i'm like completely laid out and I'm like, I'm just going to watch The Man from Uncle, I guess. Yeah. And I watch it and I was did the, like, did the trick. I was, I was sick and I was like, huh. <laughs> you know, like, that made me feel bad. Him and, him and Henry Cavill, like together. Yeah, that's like, a great pairing. There's just like two, like, that's a, that's an amazing pair. Like, mm-hmm. Then do you, did you watch Story to Bother You? Oh, answering gun. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember, uh, do you remember Army Hammer's part in that no, movie? No, I don't remember his part. Oh my he, is god! He, is he the is he the supervisor? He's like yeah, he's some kind of a boss guy, but he's his part is just he just plays it to the hilt. Like yeah, he's amazing in that. That's so, a so, call, and then call me by your name, of course, is like his big his big deal now. But yeah, so um, sorry to bother you is a movie that is I like that movie, but I feel no guilt in not remembering. Oh yeah, I fucking loved it, it. It was like my favorite movie that year it came out. I know, but like I feel no, I, I'm having deja vu. I have no guilt in not remembering specifics because that movie is so all over the place. <laughs> it's a it's a wacky movie. It is a wacky movie. But it's really really great. <laughs> yeah, I love. But it. like he's like Army Hammer's like a super rich dude. Like in real life, like he came from like so oh, much money. Yeah, don't you can't you tell? Like there's just something about his bearing that everything he like does that. is just like he has <laughs> such big dick energy. Like it's, um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just all these people together are fun. Even like the actors you don't necessarily you wouldn't have known him by name. Like say Michael Smiley who plays Frank, you know his face. I right? love Michael. I, or I, Noah Taylor who plays Gordon. He's like, so good. Like we are definitely have to be a Michael Smiley like fan podcast yeah yeah i mean these are just they're just all like they've he's gotten together like a really great cast so all the stuff even though the story is like minimal it you know that setup stuff really works to get everything going and then just the way they interact with each other and i love that like once the shootout starts almost everybody gets shot (laughs) Yeah, everyone oh. gets shot <laughs> I, in the I, arm or the leg or whatever. I think that's the funniest thing is that like by the end of it, no one can walk. Nobody is unscathed. Everybody's like dragging themselves across the dirt floors, just like. But they do it in such a way where they're kind of making fun of action movies. Yeah, at yeah, the same yeah. You time, can totally look at it that way. At the same time, they're like, oh yeah, like they got shot in the leg. Like there's like unlimited bullets for like most right of the you movie. have to accept yeah. that everybody has like eight thousand bullets on their person for, for the being like for the first like th- sorry three quarters of the movie bullets are just like of course you have them right even the, the guys with little like 38 pistols pew, are pew, like pew, reaching yeah. in the pocket for they're gonna reload again yeah six more bullets plus they get shot i don't know how many times so many times and nothing. But happens. they create it. They create a world in which you're just like. Well, we get it. We get the, accept it. We get the hour and a half rule. Army Hammer tells us you got like an hour and a half, huh? right? <laughs> and yeah. then Charlton Copley repeats <laughs> yeah, it to the other guy. It. He's like, "Oh, you you got like an hour twenty. You're good." I mean, all of his <laughs> lines are just oh, perfect. He when is he, so fucking funny when he crawls though, and he gets that needle. Oh yeah, stuck in his hand. Oh, I think that wasn't that Frank. That, that was Frank. That oh, got, it was yeah. Frank that got that. I thought it was him. Oh man. Yeah. So I had to. I I, I watched this in chunks, um, and I watched that twice. Oh yeah. And both times, yeah, it just like, like sent like a. Like, oh. So you're like in this dirty '70s warehouse. Somebody's been shooting up in there. Yeah. Like, um, it's pre-AIDS, I guess. I mean, good for that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really, I don't know. I just find it so fun because the whole stuff with everyone getting shot is just, it, it's funny. Like everyone's laying out, like nobody is actually dead at any, like I think at first you're, we, we think Martin is dead cause he gets shot in the head, Yeah. but it like grazed his skull and like his brains are like visible. Yeah. And then he starts acting all crazy. So yeah, I when he gets is... up and he's just like, fuck this. And he's just like, where's the money? He starts. So I think this is one of the funniest scenes 
in an action movie that we've ever done on this podcast where it shows so there's so many things that are happening in this moment where it's like everybody has decided like well this guy was dead and now he's alive no one wants to kill him so they're all like letting him go and he's walking around just like shooting people and like right and then talking he, he's the stuff. part where he comes p- past Killian Murphy who technically we're thinking he's on the opposite team and Killian Murphy has a gun but he's just like, eh, like yeah even like, Killian <laughs> no one wants to, wants to no one him. wants to shoot him because no one wants to shoot a person like at that point in the film he was also like the more sensible person on Charlotte Copley's like team of people yeah. So he's like, uh, you know, we don't know that he was the traitor up until that point. But like, um, so you have like this, you have like more sympathy for him because he took this brain shot or whatever. So like, yeah, it feels like nobody wants to kill him. It feels like at that point, like no one actually wants to look someone in the eye and kill them. Yeah, well, I don't because the shootout shootout was like, it happened because these two guys got in a fight. Like, I don't think, you know, nobody, none of these people are like wanting to necessarily kill each other. Yeah, I don't think any of them really want, aside from those two guys that want to kill each other. Yeah. I mean, once things get to a certain point, then we see like, you know, once Charlton Copley is chasing Frank up the stairs to the upper part of the warehouse where the phone is, because they've they've heard the phone ringing and somebody has to, who's ever going to get there first can call their guys to come in. Right. Yeah. Uh, then it gets more deadly, right? Like they're more actually trying to kill each other. And then you have right. like the actual like you have that that soliloquy where I forget who was talking about like you seem like a nice girl and like they they're there's like this thing where they talk and like every you're, they're showing everybody doing their their own. Yeah, then you get parts where now because there's it's spread out enough, we're cutting back and forth between what's going on in each area. Uh, you know, Vernon is chasing Frank up the stairs. Uh, there's a shootout going on between the guys still laying on the floor. Justine is trying to get away from Gordon in that hallway. He's pursuing her and they're shooting at each other. And just like everyone's just crawling on the yeah, floor. Yeah, everyone's crawling. Shooting at each other. Uh, there's something so comical about it. But at the same time, like, I do think like the action is pretty fun and good. And this feels more realistic to me in a sense because people aren't like these people aren't great shots yeah so they they mostly miss like, yeah and they're also shooting like fucking six shooter revolvers yeah they're shooting little pistols yeah they're stuff. like it's like no the chances of him hitting somebody with that gun at that distance is like really really small like yeah they're gonna be you're missing. shooting a 38 across a warehouse there's a damn good chance you're gonna be missing i don't know i and it, it, it's just it's really funny like it's so fucking. Fu- I I find this movie to be like a comedy. Yeah, like I love the way that like Harry and Stevo are antagonizing each other, still like yelling stuff at each other. Yeah, but the way uh, that 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 like Army Hammer and like and and Jack Rayner are like are dealing with each other. Yeah, their interactions. So like funny. everyone's interactions with each. But other. like every time I like that that like Army Hammer Ord, Ord. Yeah, Ord. Uh, and uh, Jack Rayner, Harry, when he's like, "Hey, go, go get, go do this," and, yeah, and then like, Harry's like, "How much money? The money you, how much money you yeah. gonna pay me?" Yeah, and it's all of, I, it's so. And Vernon wants somebody to get the briefcase. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what it's. Go to and get the briefcase. <laughs> it's like they're together or on different sides but then they're like trying to like hey no i'll pay you to do this and then it's like no (laughs) fuck you you do it and even uh you know when harry eventually tries to get away with the money or it's trying to shoot him and kill him and and uh like so they're not and, or there's one point where he picks up the money and Ord throws a crowbar and it like oh. hits the rifle that he's holding yeah. in his hands and he's like ah fuck like his hands right. <laughs> well there's another scene when when Ord when army hammer throws i think a th- something at somebody else he hucks a rock and hits uh steve-o in the face like yeah. I, I all that kind of stuff was just so fucking funny and so good i the movie is not perfect so i think no. we should talk about some of the flaws in the movie which is that like i think that some of the, like the plot or whatever you want to call it like kind of falls apart at points 
where it's like you're not kind of sure like why people have certain reasons for doing what they're doing at a certain right. point. I like, mean, why have you not given in or that, why have you not like that didn't seem overly weak to me just because like I think we can come to the understanding that all these people met no matter which side they're on are really in it for themselves. Right. Like they're all yeah. low class criminals who want to make some money out of this deal and survive. I think it's just a simplistic plot to get them in the warehouse. Yeah. And then it's a very simplistic plot. I think because you have these specific actors playing these parts to the hilt, then it adds a lot of character, which gives it flavor. So it gives it enough flavor of what you need. You could, you could have a better plot, but I don't know if it would serve the movie because the movie is this giant shootout. That's the whole point of the movie. Right. But I'm honestly just asking these questions just to like, yeah, yeah. No, no. Gauge why we rated it where we rated it. Right. I think for me, one of the things they could have done better was establish the geography of the warehouse better. Um, Cause you're not, it's not always clear like where somebody is like compared to somebody else that they're shooting at that kind of thing. Mm, mm-hmm. I think that could be a little cleaner uh, just so you have a better understanding, but yeah, I understand that. Like I get that. I kind of got the sense that what they were trying to go for was just like, they didn't want you at any point to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And that could be too like, or it's just a way to cover up for the fact that like, if you want to do something, you can just do it because we don't know who's where at any specific time, right. really. So, well, I mean, I guess it kind of gets to like, yeah, why do we rate this plot lower than another movie when in this movie, the it a simplistic plot works because yeah, it's, it's trying it serves to the movie specifically. Yeah, it, it's like a a Jackie Chan movie, right? right. It really doesn't matter the plot. It just matters that he's gonna fight this guy or something. It just matters to get you to the yeah, situation. It gets and you to it the really point. does. It, it, it pretty much the final showdown does end up coming down to Steve O and Harry. It's uh, all over after that. Well, no, you still have our Ord and and Chris after. Yeah, that. but what I'm saying is that the, the final actual showdown, right, is between which is how it started, two. right, between those two. Yeah, and then. Or Chris, <laughs> Steve-O climbs into the van, which is very slowly driving in circles. Yeah, because it doesn't it's so, work properly. That is so fucking funny. And he climbs in, and Harry's like, "Ah, get out of here, you fucking zombie!" <laughs> He's just like, "I love his." Okay, so I, I think that we should give a special shout out to, uh, uh, Harry's accent, which is mm-hmm. so funny. It's so over the top. It's so great. I love. Every second of it. Yeah, well, I'm glad at least one of these characters went for the Boston <laughs> the Boston accent. Yeah, I, that's just, just so funny. Yeah, it comes down to those two idiots. And then, like, he drives, slowly drives over him in yeah. slow motion. And then he shoots him, he like, shoots through the him. bottom, like, up his... What is it? Like, it goes up his ass or something. Yeah. <laughs> and those guys finally take each other out. And then at the end, basically, you have Ord and Chris and they're just like let's go get a drink kind of thing and they're like yeah. they're it's so like, fucking beat up truce. at that point yeah. uh, Chris has already been upstairs to try to save Harry Harry or sorry Frank and Frank was killed by Charlotte Copley and then he's like he shoots Charlotte Copley like right through the nose yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie that's a new one that's new quite the shot <laughs> yeah. well I, so and it kind of goes back to like at the end of the film, you're like, it's not that brutal. It's not that like grotesque. There's some pretty decent gore. Like when he drives, drives over Steve-O's head. What I was going to say, but at the end, it all comes at the end. Yeah. So like, at and the Vernon end, gets all burned up. Yeah. Like, so you get all of that kind of stuff is like backloaded, right? The head, right. The head. Cause getting, most of the, at first it's like arm shots, leg shots. Yeah. The head getting driven over. Is pretty brutal. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Slowly. Um, the it's well, the, well uh, what was the music that he had playing? John Denver. John Denver. Yeah, <laughs> the, eight track. They show it, but they don't explain it when um, when Harry gets killed. Right? They show he dies. Well, I, I, they said something about Steve O shot 
shot him through the well, bottom they of the van, right? What they show is that they show Harry dying as he gets driven. Sorry. They show Steve-O dying as he kills Harry at the same time. Yeah, like they, his gun they, shoots they, out. Yeah, and then, and then Army Hammer, Ord, is like, I think they just... I think they shot Harry in the ass. Yeah. And they like that's kind of like a visual like that you're like putting your brain. Right. It doesn't show it. It yeah. shows it but it doesn't show it but like it's everything gets more gruesome towards the end. Right, because they're finally actually like killing each other. Yeah. The only guys who die earlier than that are the two sniper guys who were supposed to like yeah. take over the deal, right? And those are the two guys who die like right away. Yeah, I mean uh- like they even make a comment about uh, like they're all doing this for like a couple hundred dollars, like yeah. not not <laughs> yeah. much, and it's just like like I'm guessing those hired guys, those sniper guys, are probably doing it for like a couple hundred dollars. Right, they're just getting paid a little bit of money. The one guy who says about how he he recognizes Ord or Ord recognizes him, and he's like, "Oh, you're supposed to be retired or whatever," and he's just like. Oh, you know, I just I needed the money because something right. about pay, need to pay his rent or whatever. I like that line when uh, when Harry is like, he's like motions that he's gonna go with the keys, and he's like he gives like the I'm on a podcast, I can't do the thing where it's like mm-hmm. when you when you take your thumb and you kind of do the money sign, right? You know what I'm talking about? Later on, he does the same thing back to Ord. Yeah, well, Ord wants he wants Ord to do something, and then Ord does the money yeah. thing back to him or whatever. No, no, Ord does it to him, and then Ord asks him to do something, and then Harry does the money sign mm, back to I him. I thought it was the other way around. Well, at first it's Ord, and then it's... Well, it doesn't matter. Do I get an argument with this? Yes. Do you want to fight with us? Right now. Okay. James? Watch the fucking the movie. movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I, it's just a fun movie. Like, I don't think this is an all-time classic or anything like no. that. It's not a banger. It's just a fun movie that I think does deserve more notice because no, this came and went. Like when this was released, it got like no, no real zero talk, and zero. it just kind of disappeared right away. But I think that what we should talk about is like, I think that we should give huge credit out to um, uh, Char- What's it, how do you say his first name? Charlto. Charlto Copley, like uh, Army Hammer, Brie Larson. Killian Murphy, like Michael Smiley, like everybody, everybody, everybody in this movie is fantastic. Like this is a really, really well. Yeah, like I don't know if there's somebody I'd point at and be like, oh, they their performance is weak. Like a couple of the characters are like less important. Uh, like Gordon by Noah Taylor, the one that pursues Brie Larson, you'd say he's like one of those smaller characters. Yeah, he's like a smaller. Part. I actually from for- Life Aquatic, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot. So I watched this in like in like two parts. I actually forgot who he was. Yeah, him and, him and Harry come in together in the van at the beginning, and he's Harry's like, "I'm ready. I'm going to prove to Vernon that I'm ready for anything." And he's like, "Well, you just like, calm down. Like, you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not supposed to be some big showdown. We're just doing a deal, kind of thing." And it's it, it is also that thing at the end when like the cops show up, where like. Right, it's one of those. Well, it's kind of a Reservoir Dogs ending, yeah. right? Uh, the cops are there, so she's she's pretty much fucked. She, Ever, was, she yeah. looked like she was going to be the lone survivor, get away with the money. But they were. She could have, if she hadn't shot them. Yeah, because then well, they would have had possibly, time. They possibly. Would, I think that's what they're trying to allude to is that yeah. like, if you just had not have shot them, there was enough time. Right. There is a there is a clue there too. Like once um, once Martin gets up from his brain injury and starts kind of going on a rampage, um, he's yelling around for people and he's like, "Justine, like, where are you?" Like that's who he's yelling for is her because she's the person he's done this deal with to hire these out- outside guys to come in. Right. Um, but you you know you don't necessarily put that together until the end. I don't know. It's weird. It's like. Everybody does their part really well. I like the movie a lot, but it's not like one that you're going to say, man, this is an all time classic or something. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just, I don't know if I'd watch it again. No, like this is my second time watching it. And I got to say, I enjoyed it more this time. I I think it's a movie that, yeah, if you watch it again, you're like, yeah, this movie's good, but you're not, I don't think I'm ever going to be like, favorites list. yeah, I don't think I'd ever be like, Man, I need to go back and watch that again. 
Like, no, but I think this this falls into possibly a more important uh, list of movies, which is movies that wh- I think we talk about this all the time. Movies that are if they're on, you will watch. We them. will watch, <laughs> right? Like I can get sucked into this movie. Yeah, see, I I personally could see myself watching this movie every few years. If, like you're saying, if I was flipping through the channels and this is on, there's a good chance I would stop and watch it. Well, it would never be on. Probably no. not. But no, if it was. You're, you're totally right. <laughs> but like, if this movie, like, like, if you came over to my house, right. right, and we were like, let's put on a movie, and like this popped up, we'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's watch it. Yeah, I guess. I just... Unless it's like right in front of your face, you I don't think you'd ever really go back and be like, yeah, I need to watch that again. Yeah. I mean, the only other situation I could see is if like, I don't know, I had a friend who was a fan of action movies for whatever reason they hadn't seen this. I'd be like, oh yeah, this is a fun one to watch. Like, but there's so many other action movies. Yeah, of course. It depends what you're in the mood for, right? Like this, you get the, the crime feel, the, the, the bit of, bit of Tarantino flavor, bit of, um, I don't know, just this seventies, gangster kind of thing so it depends on your mood and stuff but also it it's a unique movie in the sense that the whole thing is a shootout you don't get too many movies that have that going on so do you feel like it's uh because the comedy aspect it's more of a kiss kiss bang bang comedy flavor (sighs) yeah because that's kind of like that's a like a drama action detective, but it's got right. that humor. I think it might fall under that category, but it I would ha- say that except that the entire thing is a shootout. Yeah, right. No, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's, I, I think it's it, not like that, but I think it splits that, like it splits that thing like really close. Like I, I do think this is a straight up action movie. Yeah, I'm not saying Where, it's not an action movie. No, no, I'm just right. saying like what other banners. But I fall think that that yeah. just gives more credence to the fact that like this is a movie that I think if it just popped up in your like stream, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I'll I think fuck, what I'll I think what it that. is is yeah, like like you're saying, James. Uh, yeah, it's not like this is one of the greatest action movies I've ever seen. It's it's a thing where I know the movie's fun. It's unique because very few movies have tried to do something like this. And I really enjoy watching these people on the screen. Yeah. So it's something I can easily go back to. Wouldn't necessarily, you know, seek out and purposely go after mm-hmm. again and again, but it's something that I can easily see myself watching without any like reservation. Because I think it's, it's fun. That, yeah. It's just a fun movie. I think it might be that movie that like you kind of pull out and are like, Oh, I think I know what you want to. Like, I think I know what you're looking for. Like somebody's like, I just want something fu- an action movie that's fun. That's like it's not too heavy. Like it's just yeah, like yeah. yeah I I think that it doesn't have a storyline you really have to think about and like a bunch of swerves. Like, uh, yeah. So I guess I guess that's the thing. Can you pick up this movie halfway through? Yes, probably. <laughs> I I would say so. Yeah. I mean, or would it be confusing? Uh, I mean, if you read the 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 terse synopsis on the cable box the info button right <laughs> i think that you could just pick it up and just be like these people are shooting at each other i think i that's... guess compared to a movie like uh i don't know like commando you can go ha- uh, halfway through that movie you can pick it up and be like oh, okay arnold's trying to mm-hmm. shoot people shoot people and get his daughter <laughs> mm-hmm. right where this is like Okay, who's who's well, yeah, with who? You, I, you might be, like, yeah, you'd be more confused about the facts. I think you, for I, sure. I agree that you would be more confused, but I think you could pick this movie up and just be like, not care who wins, right? And just, just enjoy watch what's it. happening yeah. because like, what's I, happening on the be, screen is, I think is that, entertaining. Yeah, and I think that part of the reason that you could just pick it up is the like that fact that it's funny. Army Hammer. There's a lot of the heavy lifting in that. He's just a cool. He's just, he's cool, just breeze. cool as <laughs> fuck. Like he smokes that joint at one point. Oh, he smokes. Like he's just uh, so cool. Like I think there's these people in the movie. Like so, I think Killian Murphy and and Army Hammer. Like those two guys. And Charlotte Copley, man. Well, yeah, Char- yeah. I think the three of personally them, for me, he's the best. Okay, so he's fantastic. So for the, the, I think the three of them, 
just allow you to just like get invested in the film. Yeah. So I, you don't ever have to like you don't have to know what the stakes are. You're just naturally like you just want to watch boom. them, right? Yeah. Like there's so much charisma happening there. So I would actually say that it's more Jack Rayner too. Jack Rayner is great in this. Yeah. So I would say it's more than Commando because I think there's three people with like so much like charisma. Well, I think James is right that you can just turn on Commando at any point. I just this happened to me a few weeks ago. I yeah. totally I, I, Commando was on and I stopped and watched the rest of it. I yeah, totally, exactly. <laughs> you can pick up the rest and I agree with you that you can do it with the Commando. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that like a, most people could just pick this film up. I think most people if they saw this they'd be like, I don't know what this is. Maybe. Right. Yeah. That's fair, and that's totally yeah, fair. It might be a certain segment of people that would be drawn in by. I mean, it. I never even heard of it. Right. I, I, to me, I, I, you see Army Hammer. To me, Army Hammer, Killian Murphy. You see their faces, and you're automatically like Army Hammer. I had no idea who it, he was. It's not about seeing. It's not about knowing who he is, though. I think for most people, seeing his face, and his face is just like this is. He's a pretty. Movie he's star. pretty damn magnetic in this movie. I think. Yeah. He is. I fucking I touch that guy. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> right on his face. Wow, right him. on his face. Right on his hammer. I love I I like this movie. This Whoa. Is a good movie. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, I I don't know how much more there is to talk about it because you know, I guess we could get really specific about no. certain scenes. I but, think we're done. But yeah, I I think this is just really fun. I think if you have the opportunity, you should watch it. I don't like I don't know. It's like we said. It's it's not going to go on a, a top ten of all time list for anyone. I don't think. But uh, as a unique movie with really fun characters, I compare it to with, like with pretty much constant action. The losers. Remember that movie? Oh yeah, with uh, what's his face? Uh, one of the Chris's. Chris Evans. Oh yeah, Chris. Uh, was it Chris Evans in that one? Yeah. And what he's the, the bad guy. What's the Jeffrey Dean Morgan is who I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of. That movie was fun. Yeah, I remember liking that, but I don't actually remember like anything about it now. So I should have to. I that have to was watch a movie again. that was like. That's a cable movie that's for a you. Cable movie, like, <laughs> ah, but like I feel like you know, Andy brought up to me. He's like, he's like, you guys keep bringing up cable. He's like, I think there's a lot of pe- young people that don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, that's probably possibly true. Well, there's but, only like 40 people that listen to this. So, <laughs> but like I think there is this thing of this cable movie thing that. Like that is like part of our life. Yeah, it's an understanding of sort of like if you're just having a lazy Saturday at home and you're flipping through the channels, there's something comforting about a certain kind of movie. You don't want to get into something really heavy or intricate. Yeah, I think it's like what we talked about when I, you know, with what I watched with Mr. Baseball. With Mr. Baseball, is it's just cable movies aren't really a thing anymore because not as much because yeah. now it's just it's either netflix amazon all, all that shit mm-hmm. right yeah this is an american r-rated cable movie canadian pg-13 <laughs> right g in canada yeah this is a 13 plus i guess it would, 14a that's what we have i guess canada. it'd be more it would make more sense if it was like if you went on amazon and it just automatically starts playing a trailer of a movie, like recommended movies. Right. I guess that's like the modern day version of a cable movie when it just starts playing. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because you would never really, most people don't surf the channels like, oh, what's this? What's that? No, actually, funny thing. I, I've been home a bit more lately and I have been like, flipping through channels and there is this super weird joy like maybe it's nostalgia mm-hmm. of just being like i'm just gonna just gonna flip through i'm just gonna flip through and i'm just gonna <laughs> watch this like there's like it's there's nothing on it's terrible but like you just click on something and it is kind of nice yeah like it, there's a <laughs> i think I, I know what you mean i don't know i don't know how to i don't know how to like really define it but like there's this this like this is a nice thing when you like. It's just, just like you're cozy at home and you're, relaxing, and 
not having to, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I, I and it's like, I don't have to think about it. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. to choose it. It's just there for me. And I'm going to watch part of it. Yeah, he probably won't watch the whole thing. <laughs> I don't, yeah, and I don't. I don't owe anything to it. I'm just going to like, you know what I mean? Like right. I'm not invest when you choose you're something. Going, yeah. If you're on the streaming, beginning, you're on Netflix, you're picking it. Yeah. You're, that feels very deliberate. It right? feels like inv- you're invested. Like I have to now follow through. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. even if I can't finish this now, I have started it. So I'm going to come back later and finish it at some point. Like, well, whatever. it's a, it's a, it's a thing with my, the TV show I started watching, like gangs of London. It's like, I'm now invested. Like I'm now right. gonna. I'm now gonna. That's something you're purposely going to with that, be watching, right? right? Whereas with a movie that's on like HBO, I can just watch it mm. and turn it off. Like I, I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to try to describe, but I, 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 I get it. I wish that. I, I think there's a generation of people who might not understand that. Yeah, it's possible. And I feel like that kind of sucks because there is a joy in having a like no commitment to watching something, but watching it. Nobody yeah. knows what you're talking about. Pops <laughs> old man. <laughs> we'll get out of here with your fuck. Why don't you cut the cord? All right. Let's you give, old bitch. Yeah. Let's give our ratings for this movie. James, do you want to go first? Sure. My reactions is six overall. Six point. Four. Uh, my reaction is a seven overall, six point eight. And my reaction is an eight and an overall seven point two. So what does that give us, James? Six point eight. Oh, see, my, oh, my score my. was the right score. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, slutty oh, fucking da, Dustin. <laughs> All right, nailed it. So you go first on where it's gonna go. Oh, what's it? Is it tied to something? It's tied with three films. It's tied with uh, Django, Five Deadly Venoms. Oof. And VFW. <sighs> well, man, that that's a bit tough. I think I'd probably put it after all three of them. Uh, the only one I'm questioning is v- would I go ahead of VFW or behind VFW? I think overall you have better acting and presentation in this movie. But VFW is probably just a little bit more fun in a straightforward way. I don't know. They're, they're both very straightforward movies. So uh, you get a little bit more complicated with who's on what side in this movie and stuff. That's a, that's a tough one. I guess I, I, I would probably put it behind all three. James? Um, I Yeah, I, I think I have the same issue. Um, I almost think it should go ahead of VFW. Um, See? Now I'm, now I'm doubting myself. Because it's it's just a well put together movie, but then again, it's just kind of you know VFW's a fun. I mean, VFW delivers what it sets out to deliver. So let me jump well, in. Well, here. does this not set deliver well, what it sets it, out it, to it, deliver? It does. It's just that's the thing. It's I think they're very even in my mind. Okay. Like, so let right. me jump in. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put this ahead of all of them. Wow. Well, uh, I don't think it goes ahead of <coughs> Django, Django or Five, or five Venoms. Venoms? Uh, I think it barely goes ahead of Django. Wow. Barely. Only because I feel that, uh, like what we talked about, like this movie comes on TV. I'm going to watch it again. I super enjoy it. I, I really, I, I really like this film. I think it's really fun. I think there's a lot going on. I think that they pulled a lot of these actors, like... It's enjoyable. Like these, these people are enjoyable, but also like we can pick it up at any time. Like it's not trying to do anything beyond what it's doing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I think that that's there's a credit there. Like it's just it's kind of doing its thing. So for me, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that you guys went so hard against it. Against it? I, no, no. I, sorry. No, no. That's not fair. It's not fair. You guys went low. I think I went high. I'm not saying that's. I just think Django is more of like trendsetter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's put it between. Same with same like with Five Deadly, Deadly Venoms. Yeah. So f- I don't think this is a trendsetter. Yeah, you movie. guys are right. You're right. 
So, and VFW is kind of playing off of tropes that we've seen in other. It's better than VFW. Yeah, yeah, I put it ahead of VFW. I think. So, so. how about we put it at fifty-one, ahead of VFW, behind Five Deadly Venoms? I could live with that. I think that's the right call. Yeah, yeah. I like that we had to work this one out. (laughs) It's fun. I think when we actually really have to think about where it belongs because. I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter in any in any kind of reality. Yeah. No, but it's just fun, like is for discussion's sake. Like, I think this is one of the only ones where we've had to actually talk it out. Yeah, and figure it out where it belongs. Yeah, but like I mean, I think it does do something more unique than VFW. Very much so. So you have to give it that. Yeah. All right, hey James. So we've got this. We're down. This movie is number fifty-one on our list of one hundred and fifty-three movies. Fifty-four. Uh, Gabe doesn't care. What's uh, our next movie? I think it's a hundred and forty-five movies, actually. Oh, that are on the list. All right. right what's our What's our next movie that we're doing? We're gonna do Action USA. So this is a big movie. Like this is a movie that's being re-released uh, this month by Alamo Drafthouse. Um, yeah, sort of forgotten 80s action movie. Alamo's putting it out again. Which uh, is really we're fun. We're like, a chance to do an early review, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, like, they're really doing the heavy lifting for everybody who is like us, who loves, like, dirty 80s, 70s, 60s yeah, action Yeah, they've, they've been resurrecting a lot of these kind of gems, like Miami Connection is a good yeah. example. So uh, we're going to do a preview of that film that's going to be coming out uh, this month on Blu-ray. Um, pretty excited for that. Yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, check us out on uh, on Instagram, on Letterboxd, Action Action Podcast. Um, uh, we'll see you next week.